Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to J.Ill, a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, ladies. This is Nadia from New York. I just want to say I, I can't even refer to a specific episode. I've listened to them all multiple times over. I just want to say in each and every episode, you ladies touch on something that is important to me that is laying within me that I didn't even know was laying in my spirit sometimes. And I just want to thank you, Jill, Asia, Aja, excuse me, and Laia. Thank you for being the voice that a lot of us didn't know that we needed. Thank you for being the voices that educate us on our bodies, our love, our beings, just everything about you. I just want to thank you, ladies. I want to say that you are the voice that I have been looking for. You are the voice that we all need. Y'all be blessed. Stay sweet. Appreciate you. God bless. Thank you. Thank you so much. Welcome to J.L. Podcast. And guess what? Our voicemail is full. Yes. <laughs> Y'all Our called. voicemail is full. You called. You left messages. You let us know how you feel about what we're doing here. And I promise you, it means so much to us. Um, this is our first time listening through to the messages and we just want to be surprised. We don't know what you're going to say. We're like, we hate you bitches. It could hit, it could go down <laughs> like that. I don't know. But the fact that um, you've left such a lovely message and, you know, you let us know that what we're doing is not in vain. That feels really, really good. We're really here just trying to, you know, spark that conversation. We're just trying to spark that conversation so that you can get through to the other side of the road, honey. We yeah. are all trying to get to the other side of the Baby. road. Listen. And and put our feet in the grass and smell the flowers on the way. <laughs> I want to acknowledge that the young lady who left that message took the time to pronounce my name correctly. She Bless really her. did. Oh she my really God. Did. She did she it. Really and then did. She, she made the mistake and then she turned to circle back. Mm -hmm. And it was such a lesson in that 
you make a mistake, amen. Amen. Circle back. <laughs> circle back. That Says is the one thing you learned back. on J.I.L., if anything, was how to say Aja. How about that? Aja Graydon Danzler. That's me. Yeah. And Laia St. Clair. That's me. And I'm Jill Scott all day. And this is J.I.L., the podcast. And we're going to listen to these messages and see what y'all got to say. Play another one, Amber. Oh, my God. <laughs> my name is Ed, and I'm calling from Atlanta, and I was listening to Bro Mitzvah. Um, I was driving. I'm an Uber driver, and I absolutely could not ride down the road to close my eyes. That would have been a detriment to my life and everybody else in the city of Atlanta, Georgia. But in my Wait. heart, oh, my God, you – I could have cried. Um, the, the, the stars, the, the color of the stars – the salt flats, the bush people, the food, the 10 feet off the ground, um, taking your son over the Delta, uh, you guys being in Paris, experiencing the food, uh, the Louvre uh, Museum. Like, I, your words, God has really gifted you with a way with words. You say something and I see it, I feel it, I experience it. It. You can describe a particular hue of blue, and I see it. I feel it. I sense it, and I get all into it. I, I was like Laia, where her eyes were closed. I am. You are such a gem, Jill. You are such a gem. Asia, you are such a motherfucking beast, and you are so solid, and you are such a balance. And Laia, baby, you are an adventurer. Me and you is like Dora. We be out that bitch with backpack, backpack. That's what we do. I love everything that you ladies do. You women are vital to my life. I thank you so much. I love you so much. And thank you for taking me to Botswana. <laughs> and the Delta, baby. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. Thank y'all so much. I love y'all. And y'all be easy, be blessed, and enjoy your weekends. I look forward to next week's episode. Thank you. And I am stalking y'all Instagram pages, just FYI. Like, yeah, congratulations on goddamn dropping the baby off and not crying, baby. I love y'all so much. I'll talk to y'all soon. Bye. 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 Come on. First of all, Ed is about to get all my love, number one, with that yes. accent from North. Yes. For oh, real. Oh, that did, was everything. Baby. Well, see, mm. well, listen. Y'all try to, we're starting the day off. We start. Mm. What? My, my chest Age and body is chest. <laughs> My body is that was a, That was Ooh, a sweet no. episode, man. Come on. That was, though. It was like, it was audio, it was like an audio pleasure. Hearing you it describe really that was. trip. It, it was. was an extraordinary experience. And all the ideas that it popped, Jill, like for everybody listening. I mean, yeah. I'm talking about me, but yeah, but everybody listening was like, oh, I could everybody. do something like that. I could do a low version of this. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. What it really helped me understand was just the importance of, you know, honoring the transition into adulthood for these young people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To, to be intent about honoring that and that it's not just about a birthday it's not just about a you know it's about it's a process who is who do I want this person to become and what am I going to do to show them that I'm invested in that in a way that says okay you know what we've gone into the next stage of this 
Mm-hmm. Now we, we did that first part and now we're going into this next stage. And I just thought it was beautiful. And I loved how it was just an intention. It's not all just about exactly what was done. It's the intention behind what was done. Thank you. Know? you. Yeah. Yeah. I, bravo, Jim. Thank you. Man, I just want to do this thing as best as I possibly can. And, yeah. you know, just a reminder for as far as bro mitzvahs or cis mitzvahs, if you will. Um, <laughs> they mitzvahs. Uh, you know. They. He said, I like that. <laughs> like, as far as those things are concerned, like, it, I saved for two years for that. I knew it was coming and I knew what I wanted him to experience. And I, I knew I, I didn't want to, you know, do something that was a financial burden to me. Because yeah. I don't, you know, people will assume I ain't got no financial burdens, but, um, you know, <laughs> not I'm, true. I'm still living. No. You know, tax man come every year looking for who? We <laughs> heard you when you said you saved for that trip. We all heard you like, yes. oh, shit. That's Loud major. And clear. Okay. Yes. Yeah, 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 but yeah, that's yeah. also yes. part so, of the intentional. Mm-hmm. When you yeah. save, that means you, you're intentional. You're making a plan. Yeah. Yeah. What you got to do that part because wow. now at 13 you know Jet would attest to this it's gotten a lot harder I'm rough on him now oh I'm not I'm not I'm not letting things slide as I would a, a little person that makes the bro mitzvah even real. doper even more important. yeah more yeah, and important it's like yeah so yeah. you could get this too yeah. but now it's time it's to no, work. no 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 longer a little tink tank no more yeah, taking yeah. You're not yeah. a little snakey no, no more. You're well, not a little snakey no more. And there are consequences to your actions. Mm. And um far as right now, I'm the one. <laughs> I'm the one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to be all sweet. But I, we thank you so much, Ed, you know, yeah. for leaving that message and, and letting us know that, you know, we're we're inspiring you and, and igniting, you know, um, dreams of, of fancy that then, then don't have to be that fancy. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not. Mm-hmm. have to be. And it, and it could be, too. It could be, too. Hey. hey. Listen, we manifest luxury, darling. Cool. Oh, yeah. Darling. yeah. Oh, yeah. We Fantastic. manifest the best. Come on. White Lotus style, y'all. Goals. White Lotus style. Let's go. Yeah. What was White Lotus? White Lotus is a series on HBO about a fancy ass hotel. The, uh, last season it was one place. This season it was in a uh, in Italy off the coast, Ooh. and it's a my- it's a mystery that goes on in this fancy extra luxurious hotel. Uh, so I should watch this. I like these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You I would wanted, like it. You would like. I it. wanted to tell you guys that I'm watching Kindred. Oh, I've done. I'm finished. I finished it. I'm finished too. I didn't Let know. Let us talk I, I, when we're done. I thought it was just one season. I I was like, oh, okay. Wait, there's more than one season? Yes, it's up for a second <gasps> season. You'll you'll figure that out. You'll be like, oh, okay, okay. That's what it's going to make you do. You're gonna be throw like, throw that in there. Um, hold, hold, hold up, hold up, guys. I'm so sorry. Stop. No. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, no. Ain't nobody holding up that's parenting yeah, right there. Yeah, leave that in there. That ain't even no edit out. I'd be like, I mean, it, why is you knocking on the door? <laughs> I done told y'all the time. I, I told yes. the time. I said, this is the time that I'm going to be on, on the thing. Room. You booked the room for a certain time. I booked the room for a certain time. <laughs> and y'all knocking on the door. All in my audio. Like, what is happening? That just goes to show you, everybody in it, don't stop. It don't <laughs> never. Okay. It don't stop. <laughs> 
It don't stop when you decide to have some, stop. somebody. It somebody. don't stop ever, not ever. Uh, no. uh, <laughs> thank God. What is Kindred on? Um, Hulu. 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 Okay. On the Hulu. Nobody's, nobody's paying us to say that, you know, anything. We're just watching this because we're big fans of Octavia Butler. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's well done. And, and um, it's very interesting. And like Aja had mentioned to me, I think she mentioned it privately, that it was kind of like heavy. And you got to kind of take heavy. a break and come back with some breaths and start again. Um, just throwing that out there. But um, thanks, Ed. Yo, we really appreciate you, homie. Stay, stay yeah. safe on those roads. Um, if yes. you get to England, if somebody ain't right, pull off, my friend. Pull off. Okay. Yes. 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 Shouts to Ed in Atlanta. Yeah. In Atlanta, Georgia. More real talk after the break. brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play. Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Play another one for us if you be so kind, my dear Amber. Hi, ladies. My name is Alicia. I was just calling because I'm a great fan of the show. And I actually am getting caught up on the episodes now that I'm back at work. And um, the June 22nd episode, Your Coochie's on Camera Part 1, there was an interesting part in it that you guys were discussing virginity and why would somebody be a virgin for so long, particularly. I think that would be a great episode topic just because as a fellow virgin, I'm almost in my 40s, and I'm a virgin as well. But I realized that I've been a virgin for so long because I've had some trauma that's happened in the past year. So I stayed out from going out and I stayed home. And then as the time passed along, I started to get older and older and older. And then I realized, like, oh, my gosh, I'm not living. And now I'm in the predicament that I'm about to be a 40-year-old virgin. So I think that would be a great topic if you guys would just talk to all kinds of different virgins out there and see and get their perspective on stuff as into why they are a virgin. Thank you, ladies. Bye. 
Wow. Mm. That is a very interesting topic. I do know a 56-year-old virgin. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I have a good friend who is just turning 40 and actually today is having a theme party called the 40-year-old virgin. And he has put out a a birthday um, invitation complete with a remake of the 40-year-old version movie poster and everything. Wow. Yeah, Yeah, we had to talk about that. I wonder, I wonder if your friend is like, he trying to change that for the birthday? Don't know. Oh, okay. I guess I'm going to find out. You know, whenever, if we do get a chance to do this as an episode, you know, I'll ask him if he'd be interested to come on in, come in the room and talk about it. Because I would love to see hear from a diverse group of virgins. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Because what she was saying is like, hers was like, hey, I put it off, put it off, put it off. It wasn't even intentional. So mm-hmm. I'm sure there's some people where it's deeply intentional. Like, no, I, I think not- it, hers was. She said she had been, you know, she had experienced some trauma. And right. at that point, you know, kind of made a decision about it. Uh-huh. What I've learned from the the few virgins that I've had the experience, the pleasure to know, um, they were just good folks. But also, if you stay a virgin after a certain age, you tend to stay one. You mm. know what I mean? If you're a virgin after a certain age, you, Do you think tend it's to a shame thing. That. You think it's a shame thing. You don't want to tell people. I think people it's probably or... individual. Uh huh. You know, sometimes it's habit, right? Out of habit. I mean, yeah. I just don't Lifestyle. eat because I just it no more because it's just like I just don't I just ain't never did so yeah like, yeah wow. yeah like you don't even have the desire right like I, do I you don't... think are they asexual Jill the ones that you know like do they still pleasure themselves or how about the ones that you know I don't I mean we know a couple she of said, I don't that know just not too long ago lost identity. we do we'll talk about it later but I know you know okay I wonder I wonder uh-huh. Yeah, curiosity. I don't know, for me, I was like, I was like, something got to go in here. <gasps> Something's got to go in yes. here. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm like, got to go in here. And trust me, and after Jill you. tell me, after Jill tell me who it is, I might, I might ask if I know him. I'm gonna ask him. I'm curious. I want to know all the things. Okay. I doubt very much that they would talk about it, but you never know. Okay. You never oh. know. We can't help but you know. No. It's okay to ask. What you yeah. can do is and take some, really, take really some anonymous no notes. Shame. We can share at all. There's no shame. None. Of course not. None. But, you know, people will put stuff on you like. Yeah. You know. And sometimes even in our tone, because we're so used to socializing certain ways, I mm. fear that it, on that particular episode, we we ourselves may have come across a little bit like, oh, well, why would you know, just maybe yeah. a little oh, bit. Yeah. Just outside of out, talking outside of the experience, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, right. oh, I know I would. I mean, that's why I asked about the asexual thing because I think once we get to that point, I know I might, you know, I would be one of those people to be like, dang, like, what is that like not having that in your life? Like, I understand maybe yeah. a virgin, but whew. and there's so like, many nope. ways to experience intimacy, right? That could that's what definitely I mean. be even more powerful, you know? Uh-huh. Um, but oh, okay, yeah, you know I mean. Yeah. yeah, there's so many yeah. ways. That's why I said it's like so many different types of people who are probably experiencing this and that to, to make this kind of monolithic, you know, statement mm-hmm. about what that looks like. Right. I mean, irresponsible. It isn't fair. I'm to Jerry's line. Like, are you a virgin? We need to know your different experience. I'm just joking. but I'm not, <laughs> I'm not though. I am. Like I'm at not. the end of Jerry Springer. Yeah. We like, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Alicia, um, for, for bringing us a topic. 
because you know yes. we're looking for something to to share and learn about you know it's it, we want to learn and um it's it's so cool because people are people are amazing and, yes. and that kind of choice is is one that I don't identify with but that's what's up like okay hell yeah our list is diverse. Out. I like how diverse our people are too. It's like we got a little bit of everything. We got the freaking dig in, you like, know. Yes, fans. Yes, the opt outs yeah. and the opt outs. Come on, you can opt out. Let's go. Listen, one thing I'll say about this podcast for sure, and this is I really, really love this. It, this is absolute proof again that people are smart. <laughs> the world will make you think that everybody is, you know, um, lacking. In, in mental capacity, right. you know, but it's not true. People are actually thinking, people are reading, people are questioning, people are making big choices about their existence that um that inspire. So I'm I'm glad to I'm glad to notice that. I'm glad to see that. Mm-hmm. Keep thinking, y'all. I love it. I love it. We love it. We love it. Okay, so we got a message from from someone on Instagram. Um, it's at Isaiah Rivera two four eight, and they wrote, "I thank you for sharing your life and doing everything that you do. Just know that your podcast has blessed this little Puerto Rican boy from the hood. I appreciate everything you do. Your podcast has got me through some days, and that's the that's man." Some days, yo. Some, some days, days, all you can do is get through. I, I mean, love I've, it. I've had quite a few some days, and I promise you, I'm grateful to have been a part of getting somebody through a someday. Yeah, boo. Yes. Do, we can do. I'm still, I'm like, virgins, Puerto Ricans. Let's, let's yeah. go. Oh. I love that we're touching people in this way. Like, it's, it's so cool. I like that the brothers is listening. That's what's up, right? Me too. Oh, let me see if I could. Uh, uh, I might got another brother for y'all since you mentioned a brother. Oh, Royce. We love Royce. Royce and all, all, all his comments. Uh, Royce says episodes are great topics. As for yesterday's ep, all the bells and whistles. Thank y'all for the love, knowledgeable inclusion, and affirming us trans men. Shout outs to Nina Joyner, owner of Fillmore Sex Shop. Oh, that was a good episode. That was, that a, was good a good episode. episode. Yes, we learned some things. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Update, update. I bought the rose for quite a few of my um. Uh, senior sisters. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about over the age of 65. You know what I'm saying? I like yes. it. Did you get some feedback yet? The feedback is it's a hit. Uh, <laughs> one said she uh, almost had a heart attack and the other has oh. gone back for more, more and more. And she says it keeps getting better. She loves yeah. the way she can just wash it. Child, listen, I'm girl. I'm changing lives out here. You are changing lives. You are changing lives. That is so dope. Come on, like you know I don't sell I don't celebrate the Christmas, but I I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and just do a mass send out of roses. Girl. Girl. Girl, that is everything. Ooh. I do wanna you send out a dozen roses. A dozen roses. Love it. I love it. But I love that you were specific about who was gonna receive them because we forget mm-hmm. yeah. about our our elders and our older sisters and our older aunties that they they you know they still here. That's they're right. Still yeah. Yeah. And they still need most times they hear more than our uncles. So yeah, they yeah, really they need, to, like... they need to experience pleasure and and, mm-hmm. and the era that some of them came from, that wasn't something that some some of them. Mm-hmm. 
or talk to about or that they felt was, was important. So I think that's really cool. I want to speak on the fact that Royce really did say something about inclusion, which yes. is important, which is just important to me in general. But I think that um, I love what I love about this podcast is that we are always trying to make sure that we're thinking in that space, that we try to lead from that place. And we can't always say or know all the things because we're not living all the experiences. But the fact that we always try to come back to the fact that, yes, there are uh, there's so many experiences to be had and that we want to affirm those experiences and we want to ex- affirm other folks and particularly all the different types of black folks that we know of because mm-hmm. our community is so diverse mm-hmm. and we have so many lived experiences to draw from. So I'm I'm just happy to hear that that is noticed and received. Listen, amen. Amen. You you both you both have definitely opened my mind and my eyes in a beautiful way when it comes to inclusion, because in any of us become can become insular. And we think that our experience is the experience when in reality, you know, we're all living on a different plane, but completely attached Completely attached, mm-hmm. but different, wonderful, crazy, wild, funny, sad, uplifting stories. You know, if, if you look at it, look at humanity as a book, you know. So yeah. I really, really appreciate how you have learned to me. Yeah. Did yeah. I? Yeah. I think we have all learned each other. This is a levels. listen and learn from our listeners too, because I want to shout out to not just Royce, who is always making great comments and putting us on the things, but Danya. Thank she's you, Royce. another Danya will be on Twitter. Like, listen, ladies, li- literally, I looked at my Twitter and they go, Danya, like, okay, so uh, y'all need a, a good somatics person. I got that. Like, our whole we have a community of amazing resource people and that's dope too we just i just love our folks yeah yeah we feeling proud over here today we are we feeling proud today we enjoy each other so it's like the funny part is that we could do this and just cackle with each other and be in la la happy land just doing that but knowing that in the process of enjoying one another's company and getting to kind of sift through and talk through all the stuff that we thinking about and want to know about that also that's affecting other people in a positive way. What more could you really ask for after all of that? You know, that's something that you're just doing that comes natural that, that just that feeds you is also feeding others. It's like Mm -hmm. it's community. And to think we are having this conversation during the good people's Kwanzaa. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Oh, I mean, what is it? Look, Habar Ghani, today is near purpose. Yeah. Yes, yeah. so we are living fully in our we are living in our yes, purpose today. Are. Yes, we are. Yes. I you love know, it. I think we should have a conversation about Kwanzaa. You know, I know oh, yeah, sure. that some people are familiar with it. I'm I'm not as familiar as most um, uh-huh. or as some, but I think we should have a conversation about Kwanzaa, where it comes from, who it comes from, and the principles of Kwanzaa. You know, I like okay. I like good things. You know, yeah. I like things that benefit the people. You know, yeah. that's what's up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kwanzaa's cool. Yeah. There's, you know, all kinds of conversation around Kwanzaa. But, sure. You know, yes. Yeah. So, you know, let's. We, I welcome this conversation about the, about the good people's Kwanzaa. Yeah. But thank you so much. Today it is is Nia, and we are definitely. I feel like living in our purpose today. You say on today. 
On today? You say on today. On today. Yeah. On today. I say on today a lot. What's funny is that some of our some of our fans actually reach out to me and and spit back the stuff I say a lot on, on the podcast. <laughs> on the good people's internet. On the good people's internet. Somebody else said that I guess I say listen a lot. <laughs> yeah. I think I do too. Yeah. There's a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It was it was season one was white supremacy. It was yeah, white season supremacy. one was white supremacy. White I had supremacy. to pull back. I pulled yeah, back a yeah, little, yeah, not back. because I'm afraid of the man, but because I pulled back because I want yeah. I want y'all to understand that it's easy to talk to me. It is. I promise you, <laughs> it's not this difficult. I I promise y'all, it's not this hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that is hilarious. Yes, please another one, Amber. This is so nice. Thanks, y'all. Hi, this is Mari. Um, I just finished listening to Young Johnnin. I think that's how you say it. Um, and I just am moved um, to tears at the how eloquent this beautiful young lady is. And I have to say to Asia and her husband, job well done. I am so happy to know that you have parented six beautiful beings and that their presence, their extension of your brilliance to add with their own brilliance will be in this world to contribute like this young lady, Lana, is already contributing to uplifting the vibration of the universe. I am so honored to have listened to her and I have a question. For those of us parents who were challenged with communication with our young, our babies who didn't have the ability or the wherewithal to engage, who were caught up in financial struggles and 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 depression and trauma and drama, what do we do? How do we begin to create that? Is it too late? And I'm, I'm not going to say it's too late because it's never too late. Every day is an opportunity to recreate yourself and to recreate something new, manifest something new. And we are great manifestors as Africans living in America. So um, what do you think, how can we as moms who may have missed the mark develop a bond with our children who are in their 20s and 30s? What do you suggest? How do we do that? Is it maybe having Sunday dinners once a week, you know, um, going with the flow? How do we, you know, still share our wisdom with our children if we feel like we missed the mark and we didn't bond with our children and we know that we still have so much more to teach them? Thank you and have a blessed, blessed day. Oh, Lordy. That's a tall, that's a, that's a bit of a tall request. <laughs> um, man, well, thanks y'all. Because honestly, I did get a, a lot of like DMs and stuff about Lana's episode. So thank you guys for loving up on my kid. That's number one. <laughs> mm-hmm. She saw all the love that y'all gave her on, on social media. Oh, good. And um, I did allow her to to see it. And she, you know, was just really, really grateful. And I was super proud of her. And it was definitely a difficult thing to listen to her in that way. 
because it's mothering and it's like I'm trying not to be goofy and proud and, you know, and just whatever the case may be. But, you know, it was really a great experience. So I just want to thank you all for allowing her to come on and talk and share her experiences. But as far as like what you should do, I just think parenting is just like an ongoing learning process. And for me, in terms of like connecting and bonding with your kids, one of the things that that has helped me with my relationship with my children is constantly um, learning how to listen. I think we all believe in and know what we've been through. We we were there. We experienced it. We know what we know. And we're ready to share that wisdom. And we're just ready to pass it on. But I'm not sure if we're always ready to listen for the nuances. We're not ready to really hear what our kids have to say. And oftentimes when they say something that we don't like or that we disagree with, then we feel that it is then our job to make them agree with us instead of actually listening to what it is they're saying and really giving it, you know, the context that's necessary for us to have empathy for what they're saying. Recently, there was the former first lady was on tour for her book and talked about how she felt that it was not a good idea to be friends with your kids. She said that it puts you in a situation in where you you are you're at the mercy of not being liked. And I can't disagree more fervently with that. And as much as I respect her as a woman and as an accomplished person and her children appear to be Amazing young women from what I could see from my vantage point. I will say that, um, yeah, no, I think a friendship is a perfect place to learn what you need to learn for the outside world. I think that a friendship is a place that doesn't exist just to be liked. In fact, a friendship, a real one, exists in the opposite. So developing a bond and a friendship with your children does not exist outside of the, the boundaries that person would make as a parent. It's like it's you have boundaries with your friends, too. So at the end of the day, if you're functioning in healthy friendships, you can model that same healthy friendship with your children. If you can't model a healthy friendship with your children, you should probably be looking at the health of the friendships that you have outside of that because they're probably toxic, too. So I think it's important to um, just be open and listen, because first of all, listening to your children doesn't mean that you are easy on them. Listening to your children doesn't mean that you don't have boundaries. Listening to your children doesn't mean that you are coddling them. Listening is just listening. For understanding, you are listening so you understand the person who you are having a relationship with. But to Michelle Obama's defense, that was just a very black boomer thing to say. You're 50-50 when you're a boomer parent. You're one or the other. Either you decide to have that mentality or you are a friend. And that's just, yeah. uh, that's just I recognize that's her age group. And like, again, yeah. before anybody beats me up about it, like I can disagree with Michelle Obama and still oh, yeah. hold her to Hell respect. Yeah. I think that's mm-hmm. part of the problem that we have here and now is that we think that people are certain people are not to be disagreed with publicly. And yeah. that's not true. That's not how you grow. Mm-hmm. That's not how you spark mm-hmm. conversation. Yeah, right. but we have we had to we had to get there just like we get into where we listen to the kids like right but I love that I mean just thank you again um Tamari mm-hmm. because I appreciate you even you know asking that and I'm yep. you know wary to give advice advice because your children are your children y'all mm-hmm. and you got to exist and, and and get in there and the, you know got get in the mud with them you know and, and see I like how that the goes. idea of getting in the mud with where they are you know, um, 
not that you asked me, but I'm going to throw this in here and, and I hope it's beneficial to you. What I've taken to doing lately, and I'm sure I'll come up with something else later um, just to try to make sure I connect with this new person who has his own interests and friends and, you mm-hmm. know, uh, yeah, all these things, uh, new things, is I'll just go wherever he is and be. If that that means I'm looking through my phone or it means I'm reading a book or it means I'm watching, I'll watch whatever he's watching. You know, I just want to be near him. And then mm-hmm. I try to, it, not that it's hard, but throw a little touch in there too. You know, mm-hmm. just, I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm here. I'm here. You know, yeah. so, you know, maybe that's an hour or two. You know, I don't know. I don't think about it that way. I'm like, I feel the vibe. And when it's time to roll, I roll. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, okay, I got stuff to do. But just be in the space. That's real nice for us. I always feel a little more connected when I'm just like kicking it with him. Mm-hmm. And we don't even have to be doing the same thing, but I'm in yeah. I'm in the space with you. You're getting to and know I, him the, the way you would a human being. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You're observing and getting to know him. Don't you think maybe that when kids are little, right, we spend a lot of time looking at them? Yeah, we do. And then eventually we we stop looking at them and then we stop seeing them, you know? Mm. And it's like, and then all we see is this reflection of what we have done and whether we have been successful as parents rather mm-hmm. than just seeing this other human being, you know? And if you just really be looking, just looking at them. I love that you said put it in the touch. Because again, we stop touching each other after a while. Mm-hmm. You have an infant, you have a toddler, you're picking them up all the time. You're touching them all the time. They can't pee, they can't bathe, they can't do nothing without you touching them. Yep. And eventually, you go some time without touching. Mm-hmm. I love that. Sometimes it's more simple and more subtle than we think, right? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm all, I'm all, I'm all for the simplicity of things. Mm-hmm. I'm, I believe in in keeping things as simple as possible. Doesn't have yeah. to be convoluted. You know, no. we're talking about love. We're, we're talking, talking about, about mm, we're talking about love. That's what yeah. we talk. Oh. Ah. Yeah. Woo, child. Right. Thank you so much for leaving that message. We're gonna take a quick break and then we'll be right back. brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play. Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Yeah. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. All right. Who next? Who got next? Hi. I just wanted to say that, um, so first of all, my name is Trista, and I just wanted to say that your podcast um, titled The New F Word was so um, profound and it really resonated with me because in 2016, I had my own fibroid surgery, um, had my own myomectomy, and it was a life-changing event. Um, I just was not prepared. And in retrospect, I really should have done my research on how to nourish my body as it was healing and, and all of the things that would come with the surgery. And I just wanted to tell you all that I appreciate the work that you're doing um, putting the, your experiences out there because I know at least two or three of my sister friends have had myomectomies. And I will tell you that as a black woman, the first thing that you're told by a doctor that's not of color um, is, oh, you need to get a hysterectomy. And I was still in my 30s when I had my myomectomy, and it was just no way that I was going to do that. And so I just really appreciate all that you're doing and getting the word out there that we need to educate ourselves because I put it off for so long, you know, and not really knowing what was going on with me until I finally had to get surgery. And so I thank you all so much for what you all are doing and keep up the the beautiful work. Take care. Be blessed. Oh, that was dope. Yes. Yeah. I mean, our club is big. Shoot. Since I, did that story. I didn't shoot. I got a whole new 30 something year old neighbor while I was recuperating. She was like, oh, my sister is on her her six months. She's just about to get the clear. And I am about to schedule mine. I was like, good God, how large is this wow. club? Girl, this club is like one in five. I feel like it's a one in five, sis. Pretty much. I so disconcerting, but it's good to know yeah. that there's community. Yes. Yeah. But it yeah. but it's it's so concerning. I know. Like, why are they running us back and forth? Thank you for sharing, Laia. Oh, yeah. yeah. I look forward to people. I want to hear more about this Kamala Harris uh, task force as we move into 2023. I hope she comes outside more and tells us about what's going on with that. Yeah. Come on outside, Kamala. Come on outside, Kamala. It's at epidemic levels at this point. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. it's, it's, it's It's a public health emergency. Yeah. And they come, don't forget, they come back. I was listening to her talk about her 30s. I was like, well, if she got them in her 30s, a good chance they, you know, 10 years later, they big. So look, luckily I'm doing this, you know, a few years before, hopefully a few years before menopause. But thank y'all. Thank y'all for letting me do that. So we figure research, research is the thing then, huh? It's yeah. a big thing about research. Stand vision. Who do we let research us, you know? It's getting the research. Who's going to do it? 
Yeah. That's why I was looking forward to this whole task force situation. I mean, led by my sister, hopefully I know with some some black female doctors involved, like, you know, I'm always looking for them. So, yeah. We need that data. Yeah. Goodness, yeah. Good night. Yeah. 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 I got a sister. Yo, shout out to my, my sister, Tara, who's working in government to get more to get, you know, with some black doctors and whatnot to, so we can get more data. But at the same time, making black people feel comfortable enough to want to give the data because that's our thing. Rightfully so. Yeah, because you're always fighting that battle between like trying to be preemptive and taking care of yourself, but then that distrust about who you trust to take care of you. Mm-hmm. Are you going to get the care that you need? And it's mm-hmm. and it's just such a tough, tough place to be in as 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 a black person, a person of color, particularly around being a black woman. And, you know, our specific experience is just so hard to figure mm-hmm. that out. And even in some sense, instances, and I want to put this out here, I've had friends who had a terrible experience with a black female doctor. They didn't get the care they needed till they moved on to a non-black doctor. So sometimes I think there's this, there, so there's always this thing about just finding who has your best interest at heart. Mm-hmm. You want to have that cultural sensitivity, but you also want people who are not, you know, um, invested in this kind of traditional way to approach. I hope that's a super minority. Lord, please let that be a super minority. Good goodness. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I mean, I think obviously, again, we don't want to speak in general general terms. Yes, there's going to be some situations where people don't act as expected okay but and we generally do want doctors who have the same lived experience as us because we know Mm -hmm. that that gives them a heads up when they're when they're having certain conversations with us but but, you know i think bigger even bigger than than that that we have to feel comfortable enough to first want to involve ourselves black women have such a crazy history about being experimented on and in the medical industry Mm -hmm. and how our bodies have been used so i Mm -hmm. think for us we have to feel a hundred percent confident that our participation is not going to end in exploitation so that's mm-hmm. just you know a hard pill to swallow but it doesn't and then we gotta that. fight for ourselves because people don't believe us I literally like y'all this is so crazy yep. having this conversation I literally was talking to one of my best friends on the phone who's been going through some health challenges she was telling me she was like I'm be telling these doctors that there's something bigger going on with me I can't have cancerous cells here one day and it's going on it's something bigger but they are not listening and I'm like mm-hmm. damn you gotta come your become your own medical advocate and yeah. it's oh yeah so but but be vigilant i'm saying stay vigilant y'all be, yeah. do, do that do do that if you feel something ain't right speak on it and and until you know and speak on it until it's addressed it's, it's so tough because every time care system yeah. here you know i just had to you know try to to, to see my gynecologist recently and i'm on a waiting list you know what i mean they're like oh, oh. we can see you in april Y'all hear this? Okay. And you ain't no first time. This ain't your first time going to see this doctor, right? That's usually the wait for first time visits. No. That's crazy. That's crazy. It can be that way. It can can. be exactly that way. That's crazy. That's right. Urgent care. You know, you know, I've got my history with with urgent care. You know, so you know, it's like going to different communities. You gotta get on we back on getting on the bus. We're back to getting mm-hmm. on the bus, going to a whole other community, a whole other neighborhood's urgent care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. you can't just go to the ones that are in your neighborhood. You got to move around if you want a second opinion, and you should get a second opinion, and sometimes a third opinion as well. And it seems like urgent care is the only way to get 
um, it ain't immediate care, but it's it's better than waiting five months, four months, mm-hmm. three months to see somebody. Damn, I ain't I ain't never had urgent care up in my twizzy twat though. I, I'm like, mm, that's interesting. I, I I've had limitations with urgent. I, mm, okay. Well, we talking about long term care here. That's not that's not be seen by somebody. Yeah, that's true. Because yeah. you can't sleep. You're concerned. No, yeah. yeah. Emergency, yes. Long term, no. You mm-hmm. know. But even mm-hmm. once you get, once you, you know, there's so many, the point is there are many challenges. So there's yes. lots of things. So that there's the challenges finding the, find, first of all, being comfortable enough to seek the care. Then it finding the care. Then no demanding sense. the quality of care. You know it what just, I'm saying? Then so listen to me once I get the care. Listening to me once I'm then in listening the care. Listening to me, right. And then you're, you're, Hi. you're, you're. So many hurdles, so many hurdles before you're actually being. And that's why we're at this epidemic level where it's like, this is why we're here. This is how we got there. Mm-hmm. We didn't just stumble and we didn't stumble into it. Come you on, know, man. It's real. Please. And that's why you can't throw out a promise like that and not back it up. So we need yeah. to back it up. Please back yes. it up. Please. Yeah. It is we're we're dying out here and we're living lives that are not the lives we want to live. We're living with pain. We're living with discomfort. Mm-hmm. We're living with things that are absolutely causing other issues. And they may yeah. not have come out yet, but trust and believe we're not having foreign objects in our bodies and in our uteruses and not having other problems that are associated with it. You're not about to tell right. me that. Yeah. That part. Make sure when you go to the doctors, you know, ask them to look for fibroids. Yeah. Yeah. Be specific. Be as- specific as you possibly can you know like i, I don't and, if you don't feel right if something is not right that's what i was about to say yeah, cycling yeah, yeah. and the cycle ain't cycling if your cycle ain't cycling and it feels off come on you know you better than anybody else mm-hmm. that's all i'm mm-hmm. saying fight for yourself i know it sucks but it is Ask. what it is we got we only got one body girl mm. one of one except except boom Shall we move on? Let's move on. That's heavy. Hello, this is Kishana. And I just finished listening to Yaya Business and I had to say something. I reflected immediately. I felt it all in my body when I heard the story of the grandmother. And grandmother was my father. My father stood me in front of the congregation when I was 13 years old, just from learning that I was pregnant. He just learned that I was pregnant. And I can hear you all saying, oh, there's a preacher's kid being a preacher's kid. Well, I was a 13-year-old innocent. I definitely did what I did consensually. I didn't know what I was doing. It was my very first time having sex. And I had to tell my mom and my dad that I was pregnant. My dad stood me in front of the church and says, anyone that has anything negative to say, keep it to yourself. Kishana has a village. She will be supported. That didn't stop the naysayers. That didn't stop them from grabbing me on the way to the restroom to speak something negative into my ears. But it was the support of my father and my mom who told me that this is your child and you will take care of this child. And I'm your mother and I'm going to show you how. It was that village, my sisters and my brother, who did everything that they could to make sure I kept going in the direction that I wanted to go in and supported me in being the mother that I am today. 
Anyway, this show is Yaya Business. Today, I have an amazing son who's a college graduate, who is a married, lovely example of a man. And I'm a Yaya of four years. And I remember that that first announcement that I would become a Mimi <laughs> was the best appreciation I had to God for turning that thing around that happened to me when I was 13. Congratulations, Asia. This is going to be the most amazing journey. God bless you. Mm. Woo! I didn't know we was going to have to bust out the tissues. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Man. So, I'm so happy to hear that that was someone else's experience too. Yeah. That there was support and love. I'm so happy to hear that because I grew up as a Jehovah's Witness and I'll never forget the day. And, uh, you know, I'm only speaking for this particular experience, but this was it was remarkable to me. There was a young girl. Um, we were standing on the corner, Candon out, watched hours and awakes, because that's what we did. Uh-huh. And um, there was a girl from our congregation. I didn't know her, but you know, I saw her around and she walked by and she was pregnant. And I spoke, but nobody else did. And I got, you know, a little um some one of the sisters grabbed me by my my wrist and said, We don't speak to her. And I said, Why? And they were like, well, you know, she's she's pregnant. Mm. And I was like, well, isn't this when she needs everybody the most? That was the day I decided I wasn't going to be a Jehovah's Witness. Mm. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that was the day Mm. because I just felt like it's 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 not right to shun someone when they need you the most. You know, um, especially a, a young person, like a child, they're, they're, everything in their life is about to change. And, you know, mm-hmm. they, they need guidance. And the, I love that line because you're going to be a mother and I'm going to show you how. Ah, that was That's the part in which my body became affected by that. When she said, oh, you're going to be a mother, I'm going to show you how. Mm-hmm. How, how do you know? How do you know how to? Oh, so many levels to this. How do you know how to be a mother if nobody shows you? Right. I don't care how old you are. Right. Then then there's this thing where the, the shame and the, the, the attempt of people and that it was in church that, that the dad went. We'll talk. We'll talk another time about why he felt he needed to go to the church. To say, don't say nothing slick to my daughter. Right. The place where she was supposed to be loved and where it should have been no question that she was going to be loved. Why did you have to make a statement in front of those people? people As the pastor. As the pastor, the people who should have been praying for her, the people who should have been Mm. there for her. Why would you then have to correct them, pre-correct them? But we'll talk about that another time. But my point is that I feel like, you know, and she's this woman is not the only person that had reached out to me about this, about their their experiences with being supported at times, you know, when particularly around being pregnant. We like to blame women. We like to shame and blame. Shame and blame. Say shame and blame women for everything that happens in their lives. 
everything. It's the shame and blame you game. You got yourself pregnant. You got yourself pregnant. <laughs> you went and got yourself pregnant. Well, look at uh. you. You went and got yourself pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yes, you and, it, and it be the people who pose to be so... They relationship with the all-forgiving, the most giving, the most loving entity in, in their universe. Mm-hmm. And then this be the energy they want to come to you with. A woman, a person who you and I both know doesn't get every woman, every person born female does not get the opportunity to give birth. Every female born body doesn't necessarily do that. So when it happens, it's something that we should all support because we are all invested in the health and the beauty of that child not just the body, not just the body that does it. All who witness are responsible. All who witness are needed. Can I throw this in here? Mm-hmm. You may not agree, um, but I, I fully believe this, that when you find out that someone that's very young and very unprepared um, financially, emotionally, mentally for what's mm-hmm. happening um for pregnancy you're not happy about it so i don't want to i don't want to get you i don't i'm not i'm not because it because being a parent is a lot and um taking care of someone outside of yourself is a big job mm-hmm. and it seems unfair that somebody so young would have to take on that kind of responsibility so you're not happy about it but you've got to grow up this is what has occurred and now that person has needs support and love and they have to they have to learn how to do this thing it's not optional yeah i mean children coming into the world require sacrifice and so when when a child is coming to the world and then that reflects the sacrifice that needs to be made by others they're you know they're not going to be happy about it even in even in the sacrifice of whatever the, the vision was that they had for that person's life who they're looking at the young person who they you know are looking at we we tend to look at young people and we have dreams for them hmm. we dream a thing for them And then when they have babies and they're young, a lot of times we feel that dream has to die. And so therefore we have a disappointment that sometimes outweighs even the difficulty and disappointment that they may have. So there's a there's a lot that we project in that moment. You know what I mean? That's that's necessary and unnecessary. But, you know, from the from the reality of it and and the things that aren't necessarily realities, because everybody's experience will not be the same. You know, some of our grandmothers were 14 and 15 and 16 years old. Mm -hmm. And had that not happened, we wouldn't be here. Right. Um, And that's not saying that at that age you're ready, because the truth of the matter is that I that when you're young and you have not fully developed, you know, all of those things, you know, in my situation, my daughter is grown. I want to continue to say that. But I do recognize that for people when they are asked to step up and be there for someone who is very young in that experience that it takes them seeing things from a certain point of view. But I just want to shout out to Kishana's parents and to her father in particular, who was brave enough and had enough love in him to understand that his disappointment, whichever, whatever that was, was not the most important item on the agenda for that day. 
that the disappointment was not the most important factor. You have the right to be disappointed. You have the right. You've invested time, energy, love into a young person, a young woman, a young man. You've invested that time. You have the right to feel disappointed. But it is like Aja said, it is not the most important factor. <sighs> Come on with the yaya business. More conversation after the break. ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play I think we got another one go ahead my name is Myra and I just listened to Yaya business and I can't thank Asia enough I'm a new mom and while I'm 28 years old my parents have been really hard on me for having a baby while I'm not married and just hearing Asia really bring into the room the societal pressures that we place on each other and just her accepting her daughter really did something for me. Um, I didn't know I needed to hear this episode as much as I did. And I thank you so much for just calling out the pressures and how you have to show up for your child. If they're having a child themselves because of the depression that they go through, I resonate with that. And while I'm working through it now, I just, I can't say thank you enough. I had my son at 38, I think that's how old I was. And I was not expecting or happy about being a single mother. Didn't see that coming. I never saw that for me. First of all, I never saw me having a child in the first place. But then to actually have to be a single mother, I wasn't, I wasn't like, that kind of blew my mind. There's a lot of things that happen, you know, when you when you have a child. A lot of oh, oh, the emotions, the hormones, mm. milk, making milk. You're making milk. 
Like that's <laughs> what? what are you talking about? There's so many things that are going on inside of your body, inside of your, your mind and body, spirit, all of the things. And I was 38 and financially, you know, capable. set to a capable. Yeah. I'll go with capable, mm-hmm. financially capable of doing the things. And I had to go get myself together. Yeah. I had to go get myself together. The yeah. disappointment was so much. Yeah. Now imagine being, you know, 13, 14. Imagine being someone that's still living at home with their parents and have never really experienced um, being out on the world on their own. Now they have the responsibility of taking care of someone else who is so tiny. Somebody mm-hmm. else who really can't take care of themselves at all. Yeah. I'm, I'm you know, like put, putting yourself in that position is a lot. Slow down yeah. a little bit. Take take a moment. I think, yes, you know, I, I, yeah. I would say this, you know, Myra talked about, you know, being unmarried. She's 28. She's talking about 28, being unmarried. It hurts me that a 28-year-old grown-ass woman has to feel some kind of way about having a baby and not being married. Like, that upsets me. Like, I'm actually, I'm upset. Okay, <laughs> because that that bothers me so much because, again, it's the, the shame and blame. Right. We, we talk about this situation where it's like no one is saying and I hate this thing that happens in our community with y'all glorifying baby mamas and you da, 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 da. No, ain't nobody glorifying nothing. We are it allowing is is, we are asking people to love one another and to be in community with one another. That's what and we're saying. Stay in toxic relationships for the sake of it, a child. For the sake of a child. Girl, listen, let me tell you something. Many, many of our ancestors and the women that, uh, that have come before us stayed mm-hmm. married and were in situations with men that they should never have been in just so that they didn't have to be unmarried with a baby. And feel that shame. And feel that shame. Mm-hmm. It's like, I need us to wake up. And there's a lot of women. It's funny. I just had this conversation with somebody the other day. It was talking about their their 30 year old cousin who is really concerned about finding a husband. She really wants to be somebody's wife. Like, and some of that comes from your the boomer parents who got together in their 20s and built them a, a beautiful home and had their two children. And, you know, and so you look at that and that's the way you. Yeah, I can say this, whatever way that your life is designed. Whatever way your life is designed is going to be a mixture of things that you have prayed for or asked for or wanted or desired, things you intentionally did and curveballs that you could have never seen coming. Um, and it's never. like at the end of the day, we are all dealing with a mixture of those three things. And if we approach any other person without the proper grace and humility that should Ooh. come from doing that, then you are most definitely on the wrong side of history. Everybody knows this about me and mine because I don't play that shit. Wrong side of humanity. We're not doing I'll, that today. We but we got to we got to remember that when people like her parents, and I think that's the best advice you can give her in that way too. It's kind of like you know, not for nothing, girl. Live your life because the life that they were taught to live is not the true life of happiness, and that's what you know. That's not your path. That's not everybody don't have the same path of happiness. However, yes, 50 years ago, we were told that this plus this equals this and that will bring happiness. That's not the case no more. 
I don't know if it ever was the case. Thank you. Why don't we all just start being honest with these young women? Women, women, I call to you in this moment. Be honest with the young women in your life. Stop lying to them. Stop lying to yourself. The life that you are requiring them to live, not only did you not live it, but nobody Uh. that you know lived it. Okay, and you are pressing a ideal, a phony and fake ideal onto young people that, you know, they can never, ever live up to. And when they find out, they're going to be mad at you. And I'm going to tell you right now, these young millennials, these Gen Z's, not the young millennials, not the ones that's 40. These young millennials and these Gen Z's, they are finding out that y'all have lied to yourselves and they're mad at you. Well, they've been lied to, too. That's what I'm saying. But they've been lied to, too. So, like, you can be mad, but everybody been lied to. It all come from somewhere. So don't be but so mad because it comes from another generation. Don't take it out on them like that because they took the shit for you. Like, come on, everybody be patient with everybody. You got the information. You got the knowledge. All right, go ahead. Do better. You got no reason. Share because the sharing will free you. It really will. Yeah. It will really free you. Uh, you know, there used to be a joke back in the day about um, girl. It was like, you know, it's just a joke. You know, girls would joke about say, yeah, how many partners have you had? And they'd be like, you mean how many how many boyfriends have I had? Or how many relationships have I had? Well, that would be the joke. Like, oh, we're not going to talk about partners. We're going to talk about actual relationships. My thing is like this. Whatever you have used, really think about the things that you've done to rationalize behavior that you hold shame about. Hmm to rationalize that way that you say things and you hold things because of your own particular shame and be really careful not to project that onto other people, especially young people, because it's not theirs to carry. They'll have their own stuff to carry. Just try to be mindful about allowing them to carry your stuff. Okay, you made a mistake. Just be honest about it. Mm -hmm. When they're making a mistake, don't get all angry and turned up because you still mad about your mistake. Mm Mm-hmm. Just do whatever you can do to show love and compassion and humility. Like, mm-hmm. humble yourself. Humble yourself mm. to yourself. Mm. Mm. It, it's really okay. It, it It's really okay. To work on yourself. And to my age. brothers out there, to my brothers out there that are constantly in your mind, you have like a, a, a some sort of standard in your mind that you have made up in your brain about what you think the best kind of woman is right I I want you to stop because your mama's not that she's not Mm -mm, mm -mm. your auntie's not that your sister's not that everybody is a human being and they're living this life I wish I had that button that don't forget the last one Aja and you might not deserve that just today i talked to an old friend and her mother is um wholly sanctified and all the good things you know quote unquote and she found a picture of her mother sitting uh, with a group of people old picture and her mother had a cigarette in one hand and a drink in another yeah Ah. and it looked like she was having a good time oh yeah yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, look, but don't get me wrong. Mothers, mothers and aunties and everybody get to change. Hey, listen, if you got that, if, right. if the pastor made the just call don't and forget. went down the aisle and you just decided to change your life, just don't forget. Just it's don't it's forget. not, it's fine. You ain't got to be the same person at 40 that you are at 20. It's not even right. possible. You Come on. Listen. Listen, it's shout us, shout us to Karima. She had already always kept her truth around here. She always said to me, I tell you, you know, if I could have waited, I had you at 28, but Lord, you know, <laughs> if I could have waited, let me tell you the life I would Not to say I, I have any regrets about you. However, life could have been different. I like a I truth. Like, I like named a truth. the album Beautifully Human for a reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm like saying? Like we out here, we're living we're experiencing life and there will be changes. There will be highs and lows. Like my, my sister friends here have said, and there will be curveballs that you don't expect, but life is for the living. And it's a beautiful thing. Remember that. Remember that when you're, when you're listening to a young person, remember that when you're listening to an elder, remember that when you're somewhere in private, listening to yourself. Okay. Yeah. Amen. Listen. The update also is just for all the listeners. The update is that my grandbaby has come into the world healthy on October nineteenth, two thousand and twenty-two. One Miss Reverie was born, and she is absolutely fantastic. And her mother is an absolutely fantastic mother. And she did the damn thing. And I was so proud of her. And I'm still proud of her. And I will always be proud of her. And sometimes I'm still going to let her ass know what it is because she's my daughter. And she's my friend. And I keep it real with my daughter and my friends and my daughter friends. And that is what it is. I love y'all. Seriously, (laughs) I support my family. There was something in me. <laughs> I just hear I hear a loud clapping. I just hear a loud mm-hmm. clapping from inside my soul. Your mother would be proud of you, Adrian Grandin. Mm-hmm. She was so in the mix. She she because she remains in the mix. Mm-hmm. So in the mix, and I'm I'm proud to have had her as a mother. And I just oh girl, it's a thing. It is a whole thing. It's a thing to see a thing be full circle. Mm-hmm. To see my child give birth in a room that she has known since she was two years old. To stand there and watch my grandchild come into the world, to actually watch her come into the world. Like I saw that, you know. And to have helped my daughter through that process is everything. I can't, you know, and I have other daughters. This might not be the first time. It won't be the last time. God willing. But I'm telling you, that first time, that was everything. That was everything. So, yeah. Yeah. I feel grateful, deeply grateful. And I'm grateful for my whole village and everybody who takes time to to be there for all of us. So, thank you, Auntie Jill and Auntie Laia, for all the lovely love that y'all have given throughout this process. Thank you for sharing your experiences, women, sister friends. Thank you for sharing your experiences. You, you, I grow because of you and I know because of you. 
And I know this is like like a childhood, like, you know, elementary rhyme, but it's 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 real shit. It's just real shit. I love you. What guys. Ed said, he said you got them ways with words. Shout out to Ed. He said, You the do, way you do, <laughs> you do. Shout out I to, to Jill's way of explaining things. Cause girl. Whether in elementary school rhyme or prose, whatever. It's all beautiful. Thank you so, so much. I appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for listening to J.Ill, the podcast. And as always, we we have conversation to spark conversation. Appreciate you. How do you eat an elephant? One by a time. Hey, listeners. It's Amber, the producer here. As you can tell, we love hearing from you. Whether it's a comment on a social media post or a voicemail in our inbox, we love to hear from you. Give us a call anytime at 866-HEY-JILL and leave us a message. Talk to you soon. Hi, if you have comments on something we said in this episode, call 866-HEY-JILL. If you want to add to this conversation, that's 866-439-5455. Don't forget to tell us your name and the episode you're referring to. You might just hear your message on a future episode. Thank you for listening to Jill Scott Presents J.Ill, the podcast. J.Ill is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.